welcome to the Think Factory podcast. We got one question for you. What keeps you up at night? This is Chris Santamassimo, host of the Think Factory podcast powered by OGC Solutions. Today I had a great conversation with April Lytle. April is the regional marketing manager for Skodix Inc., which is headquartered in Israel. Skodix is known throughout the world for its digital embellishment printing presses that are used throughout the commercial printing and packaging industries. April and I discussed a wide range of topics about the printing and packaging industries, but in particular, the commitment by Skodix to sustainability and how its equipment furthers that goal on a worldwide basis. The following is an excerpt of that conversation, which I hope you'll enjoy. So anyway, the sustainability angle, you said you were working uh, with Michigan State on a sustainability project? Yes. So there's when you work with Michigan State, there's different phases that you go through where you have to send in paper that's been decorated and they ask for more and more and more quantities. Um, We decorated 15% of the sheet, which is kind of unrealistic as most jobs are about 5%. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted to be, you know, really sure about the process being recyclable, repulpable, even in the worst case scenarios. So there's five phases. We're finishing up the fifth phase, and within a month or so, we'll have the certification from Michigan State saying um, that our decoration is not going to inhibit recyclability, repulpability, because there's a lot of misinformation out there about, oh, well, embellishment uh, and polymer, you know, makes it not recyclable anymore, and that's that's not true. Um, we're going to be able to prove that um, through Michigan State. So that's the 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 other side of the coin of, you know, one side is your carbon footprint, the other side is your, you know, does this inhibit the recyclability process? So, and both of those have been proven, you know, more sustainable with digital embellishment. Well, meanwhile, back in the analog uh, hot stamping world, the more traditional print, you you don't have that recyclability, I don't think, right? You still do. Um, so before I came here, I worked for Kurtz for six or seven years. So that, that was my world for a while. Um, the film is so thin that it's able to be recycled, repulped. So it really that that work kind of translates into digital embellishment because our polymer doesn't, you know, inhibit the recyclability of foil in any different way. So the, the only thing that's not sustainable about hot stamping, again, is like the dyes and the, the, the mining of the metals and the um, energy use, because with the traditional hot stamping, you have these, um, the, this equipment that, you know, has to hold heat in the dyes to be able to perform a job. And that's a considerable amount of energy that's used. Um, not only that, but it takes a lot of make ready to, to get the jobs, um, you know, looking the way that they're supposed to. So it, it takes more setup for that. Um, so, so yeah, the, the digital embellishment in terms of, you know, the, the medium and the prototyping and the specialty is, is a lot more sustainable for than traditional hot stamping. Got it. And so the the Skodix products must be pretty interesting to all four of the segments the segments that you mentioned, commercial print, yeah. right, packaging, I mean, publishing it, for sure, right? Right. Well, I mean, in web to print, that that is the business model. I mean, we we have software that works with a lot of web web to print. And when I say that, I'm talking about your Shutterflies, your Vista print. 
So we have software that works directly with their online ordering systems and then it feeds into the machine. And then so all of this like small job, variable data jobs um, are achievable only through Scodex. So it, it becomes a pillar in some of these business models. Um, you have companies like Truly Engaging, um, women-owned company that, that um, through Magnet Street that, I mean, really that's how they made their platform was through Scodex. That's amazing. You know, and again, these uh, these small and variable web-to-print jobs, what I think it's just interesting about them is it it really democratizes, if you will, uh, the print process where you can be just an individual trying to print one, two, three units, and all of a sudden you've got an outlet for it. it, it yes, exactly. So, I mean, when you're doing like these custom wedding invitations or your holiday cards, you're not limited to just flat print. You can now have like beautiful tactile embellished print. So it kind of brings some of this luxury and creativity back into print again and in and, and back into the hands of some of the designers. Because as a designer, like I, that's some of my history as well as design. You know, when you're dealing with hot stamping, you have all these rules and limitations and trapping and, um, but through digital embellishment, it's like the cuffs are off. So. Mm. It, like, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I, I, that's how I actually came to work for Scotix. I was at a um, at, at Luxpack bragging to a mutual customer um, and in front of the Scotix sales guy about how much I love the effects of Scotix specific because I had designed and had results from you know all the competitors too. Even Kurtz had a has a solution how much I love Scotix the most <laughs> and the next thing I know the president was calling me and so a lot of these people that work for us came here because it was a passion it was a love like we have a lot of MGI converts <laughs> um, the, the, all of us came from somewhere in the printing industry somehow and we just came to Scotix so we love the technology well speaking of the technology it, it, it's interesting to me too that Israel uh, and companies based in Israel seem to be at the forefront of some of these segments of the print market that some might consider to be niche, but they're really cutting edge, I think. Uh, Cornet oh, yeah. was one, certainly you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, Landa's there, HP is there. there. There's like a mecca of, you know, print innovation coming out of Israel that just seems to be the hub for it. Uh, what, what do you think is the source of that? Is it uh, the the folks that are there, or is it is it some kind of a um, is it a hot spot because there's a collection of people that are innovating in that area? I think it's the hot spot for a collection of people innovating in that area. Um, I know that the engineers for Scotix are just brilliant. Um, you know, I've got to see them in action. I, you know, I've been to our corporate office. I'm going again in a few weeks. And meeting these people is just inspiring, like going to the HP VIP events, um, which we participate in as well, is just inspiring. I mean, it, really seeing the future print through the lens of what's going on in, in Israel is just really amazing. That's fantastic. And and I think Israel in, in general is, is focused maybe a bit more than some regions on the sustainability topic that you mentioned too. Oh, yeah, it's it. I mean, being there is I mean, it's a very brilliant kind of feral progressive country. 
I mean, they they seem to be just running ahead in terms of, you know, innovation and future and sustainability and environment. Um, I know that, that that's a passion of, of all the people that live there, and it's obvious in how the country is set up. Well, you know, another interesting thing you mentioned earlier in the conversation was this tactile sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You know, the, and I think that's a factor that you see in a, in a number of print segments, including packaging, including direct mail. Uh, what was interesting during COVID is the uptick in all of the direct mail business, for example, uh, where people found that tactile sensation of opening something in the, in the mail, you know, holding it, reading it with some you know, it was something that people considered maybe old school, but all of a sudden it's back in in uh, in vogue, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's proven that consumers want an experience. And if you look at what they're doing at Clemson State at the packaging school, they have like a, a fake, you know, kind of grocery store set up with these eye tracking goggles. And I mean, all these people are doing these amazing studies about how much more impactful something tactile and embellished is on a shelf you know, in the hands. Um, I mean, sometimes it's in the upwards of like 80% or more likely to buy that purchase than than not. Um, but through Skodix, it's interesting because now you're designing for 3D, you are designing for that tactile. Um, a really good case study to consider um, when you're talking about tactile is what Victoria Land is doing. So she had a beauty line and she has a son named Cyrus who is blind. He has some vision impairment and it, it provoked her to create these tags that would go on beauty products um, so that people could discern which beauty products were which in the shower if they had vision impairment. And it, the, now you have, and they use, she used Skodix um, because we can build up like a braille, um, that, that tactile clear element to create these tags that can go in these products has been picked up by like herbal essence already. Johnson Johnson's looking at um, her system um, for future inclusivity and adaptivity. So it, it's it's making you know a difference in how consumers interact with packaging, both from like a you know a visual like luxury appeal to actually you know serving a function. Well, it's funny how the technology catches up and in terms of uh, so the clarity and color, for example, you know, 15 years ago, only certain companies could print with the right amount of clarity to impress people. Now there's a lot of folks that can do it. And now you need something else to distinguish your product. And it sounds like the tactile uh, experience is a big part of that. Yes. Now, admittedly, one of the downsides to digital embellishment in the past has been, you know, some of that quality. Um, I mean, you, you, it was kind of a trade-off. You would have, you know, less expensive and quicker to market, but you kind of sacrifice some of the quality for it. However, um, we just had, uh, like earlier last year, we had um, a release of a technology that we installed called SHD, which has actually AI in the software that reads the artwork as it comes through. And it's producing results. And, and being from the high stamping world, it, it kind of blew my mind because it's producing results that could only be achieved through something like an etched die. So all of that is gone now. So now you have the quality and the speed to market and everything else. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see how far it's, it's come. 
um, and you're still having uh, foils, you know, that, that are the same color and quality that you had with hot stamping. Like Kurtz, for example, has a DFN line that's um, the same foils, but it's digitally formulated specific for that process uh, for the type of adhesion. So you still have the same luster and quality and everything that you had in the past. That's amazing, isn't it? And, you know, I think, too, that that um, the way you're distinguishing products actually it, it enhances the perceived value of the product when you've got that type of packaging, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why I'm I'm doing all these talks to brands and um, designers and teaching them about embellishment and digital embellishment, how to design for it, because it is that much more impactful in separating brands apart, especially if you're in a competitive space, uh, you know, like health and beauty, for example, spirits, wines, all of them. Um, I mean, it, you look to, to spirits and wine, and, and especially if you're trying to figure out how to differentiate yourselves because they've already picked that up and ran with it. Um, so, and, and all of them use some kind of embellishment on their labeling now um, or, or um, embossing or debossing. I mean, that's a lot of your creative print space is, is defined there for some reason. Uh, that's why I like Lux Pack so much is because it's sort of like the the ground floor of, of what's next in, in design. Well, Spirits is a great example of uh, an industry where years ago you'd have some really good products and some really not good products, but there are so many that have, you know, picked themselves up and, and now they're on the same uh, plane with premium brands. So to your point, how do you distinguish your bottle of wine or your bottle of a spirit from someone else? It has to do with the appearance for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of perception, consumer perception, and that has to do with your overall branding. And that, that includes like your marketing messaging. It includes what the box looks like. It includes what the label looks like. And, and the more, you know, clever and unique and thoughtful you are about that, the more likely you are to have success. Right. Well, I can tell that you're excited about everything at Scodex and the technology and the and the passion that your that your team has. What do you think is next on the horizon for the company? That's a good question. Um, well, we just came out with, and, and it'll be announced any day now, an art pack that allows us to print easier on foil board. And, and how this is important is a lot of our customers in the US are completely maxed out all day with trading cards. <laughs> yeah. um, so your your tops and your upper deck and your Wizards of the Coast and your Yu-Gi-Oh and your Pokemon. Um, I think because of COVID, a lot of those games like came back into fashion again and so trading cards is like this huge deal. So being able to print on foil board and have sensors that can work with a reflective light on foil board is a big deal. So I know that's coming. Um, I know that we've been working with um, companies like Kenmore, some of these envelope companies um, to be able to, so we might have some kind of role inclusion um, to better serve some of the envelope companies. And it's on my personal wish list, although they haven't talked about it, is to have like um, like a roll-to-roll -roll solution to serve label companies in, in the future. 
Um, I, I'm going to press them for it, but I don't know if they'll 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 do it. But I would love to have like a roll to roll inclusion in the future for them. Well, these all sound like fantastic things that will just uh, make you guys even more competitive for sure. You know, and putting aside all the positive things, is there anything about the business or or the industry that keeps you up at night? Um, I mean, it <laughs> keeps me up at night. I, I would say it, it's not a negative thing. It's about an innovation thing. Like I lay up at night thinking about what I can design and how I can push this more. I think because this is so new and it's so nearly limitless that it's it keeps me up at night thinking about how to master that how to to use it how to best use it how you know we can move forward really harnessing this and what markets we can reach i think it's because it has so much potential for change that that (laughs) it just makes my wheels turn all the time so you want to you want to avoid that kind of stagnation right that People reach certain pinnacle of their development and then they get a little bit lazy, right? Exactly. I, I think that in, in that that's sort of an issue I had in my own life. When there's so many directions that you can go, you kind of end up stalemating. Like, all right, wh- how do I, you know, really move forward here? So it it takes a lot of our industry thought leaders about how do we wield this in the best way and, and keep the momentum going and keep moving forward as an industry. And I think what's interesting, one last thing that's really interesting about what you do is uh, what I see from the consumer side in the, in that consumers assume that it's not that hard to print, you know, all these different variations of print and the, and the foils and the embellishments that you're talking about, they just kind of take it for granted because you see it a lot. But if they only could understand the technology and the research and development that goes into being able to produce those kinds of print jobs, I think they'd be pretty impressed that they could see it. I, I I mean, absolutely. Even with with on the digital side, everything is about surface tension. So everything from the toner or the inks to the is it offset? Is it digital? Um, you know, it, what kind of coating the paper has? All of these things factor into one another to how the the print will come out. So there's so many variables that go into a single print um, that that will determine the success or fail. So all of your your print folk are really just artists in their own way. They're all craftsmen for a reason. It's not as simple as, okay, here's your file. I'm going to put it on a piece of paper. There's so many things to consider in, in literally every print shop that goes through. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for the comments today, for sure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Think Factory podcast featuring April Lytle from Skodix Inc. The Think Factory podcast is hosted by and powered by OGC Solutions. You can visit us on the web at ogcsolutions.com to learn how our outside general counsel platform would benefit your mid-cap or emerging company. To appear on the Think Factory podcast, feel free to leave a comment below this recording with your name and contact information or visit ogcsolutions.com and request an appointment. This is Chris Santamassimo, host of the Think Factory podcast powered by OGC Solutions.